Hey guys, how's it going? This is Ian K. Lauren, and this is some wrestling shit. I want to talk about a little bit here, actually. So, because there's so much stuff like going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, like the release of Flair, Ruby Riot going to AEW, and all these like massive like power shifts in like the past like three hours. I mean, especially like the release of Flair and all that. I'm not going to go too long on that point because, you know, you're hearing, like, all stuff from, like, the wrestling internet that, okay, Flair won his release and Vince let go or two. Vince is firing because he had nothing for him and yada, 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 and go on that, you know, so, will Charlotte sign with AEW when her contract's up? Because her man's there, her dad might be going there. I wouldn't want her to do it. I mean, I'll be honest with you, because she has a niche in WWE. But one thing I'm going to talk about a little bit, I'm actually talking about, like, how AEW, All Elite Wrestling, has now become the new WWF, you know? Now, ever since the advent of, like, All Elite Wrestling, actually, that AEW... Legitimate, let's be real, has become like the first legit threat in the past 20 plus years to WWE's dominance in wrestling. That's one thing, even like WWE like fans won't like pop to or admit to, and this is more of like amazing tribalism going on between like WWE fans and AEW fans like online, and it's toxic and it's unfucking real, you know. But one thing, and even like Tony Khan says, like, no, we don't want to be in competition with WWE. And even Vincent Mann has said, oh, AEW isn't competition. Yeah, right, Vince. Okay, you know, keep telling yourself that shit, okay? But I guess so, but maybe Vince might be right because some people who actually like professional wrestling actually watch AEW other than like WWE. And your sports entertainment, ha, 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 and all that. I mean, so, that might be what he thinks. Like, he does, like, sports entertainment. Cool. That's his niche right on. And AW, like, professional wrestling, so, like, you know. But I tell you, like, AEW's, like, professional wrestling actually has, like, a very, very strong, large fan base. They're killing, like, their time slot, TV-wise, actually. And there is a market for that with them and Impact and Billy Corgan's NWA in smaller companies like MLW or Indies or New Japan Pro Wrestling. I mean, it's out there because people don't want, not all people want fucking sports entertainment events. You know what I mean? That's the problem with that. I mean, so, which... For some reason, he doesn't seem to fucking get or he doesn't fucking care about that. Him. But at least Triple H cares a little bit about professional wrestling. That's why they're still NXT, even though she's never been like a quote-unquote third brand. That's actually like a retarded move. And they actually made like a quote on third brand, tried to derail AEW, which backpired the fuck on them like crazy, you know. Let's be fucking real here. Yeah. But 
one thing is like knowing some rights and we're going to like the next section here that for some reason if you're a professional wrestling fan AEW inadvertently has become the new WWF because the whole like what's the word I'm looking for the whole like the beat of like WWF especially in the 1980s because like the best wrestlers in the world were the WWF that was Or, like, you're wondering, like, if you were, like, a fan of, like, the territories or even the indies, you know, what if this wrestler would get this wrestler or this wrestler would get this wrestler or this tag team would get this tag team, right? All that stuff. Well, you know, like, but, yeah, the whole concept of the show that you have was what if, like, the best tag teams in the world actually would probably face each other, you know? That would be, like, kayfabe, like, you know, dream matches, like, fake dream matches, like, back in the day, like, the Brain Busters, which is, like, the Real Warriors, or L.O.D., or, like, the Midnight Rockers, or the Rockers, the WWF Rockers, actually, you know, let's say, I don't know, the Brain Busters, or, or that's the horseman to you and the A fans or like whoever and blah, blah, you know, like the best tag teams that were like around America and the world. That's the idea. But that doesn't exist anymore in today's WWE. It's all about like casting and like creating the narrative that Vince and Triple H and everyone else fucking wants. Not really giving the fans like who still like the sport aspect of professional wrestling the match they want. And ironically, AEW, and some people say, oh, it's a bloated roster. Is it really bloated? I mean, it ain't no different from like WWE's bloated roster. I mean, if you really think about it, you know, I just think it's really bloated because like you're seeing like all the names and believe me, they have a shit ton of talent. There's no denying about that, you know. I mean, they have like three shows, like Dynamite, Dark, Dark Elevation, and Rampage. I think, yeah. So, like five shows have like all the talent they have that, you know. But what AEW needs to do is be more creative with each show and give each show a direction of where it go. Because for me, me watching like it. I mean, Dark's like the Jabber show, you know. Or not really the Jabber show. It's like the showcase show. That's a better way because you can see like a lot of stars on Dark, you know, doing matches is what you know. Like A-list to like B-list stars. But like, but it's kind of like a showcase to show like their talent, move some stories forward, but really showcase their talent and put their image out there. I mean, still. That's more purpose, I guess, you know what I mean, of light dark and dark elevation. But also, an action, like in a red article, just to put in perspective here, that like shows like dark and dark elevation actually like put like quote unquote underneath acts or, you know, jobber acts. It actually puts them over too to a certain point. Like the wingmen. And for those who don't know, that's Pretty Peter Avalon, Cedric Bononi, 
Rance, don't call me Dolph Ziggler, Nemeth, JD, Steele, I forget his name, and um, another person, which I'm so sad, I forget like the other person who's in the women right now, but with this, with this podcast, you know, I'm doing this literally off the cuff before I like pass out, and been doing a bit of like imbibing a bit, so. But it's all in mind, kind of. But, like, the thing that, but at least every act, no matter, like, what level on the cards in AEW, they're over in some certain level. It's really fucking cool. You know, that's a personal thing of me. I love AEW, which WWE doesn't do anymore. Because WWE has become, like, fucking Pepsi or, like, The Simpsons. Like, they live on reputation, but... Anything great, they can create, they haven't created anything great in fucking the past five years, really. And so, except for like Roman Reigns and like the tribal chief Roman Reigns, that's probably the best creative thing they've done in the past, what, five years, probably, give or take. You know what I mean? But I'm gonna go to like why. Start a little bit, but let's do like a big fun like dissertation of why it is what it is what it is. Here we go, and I will talk about a bit of the flaws in AEW that mostly half the guys online will tell you about anyway. But I'll elaborate more on that as I go on. So. Now we're gonna talk about a critique that like a lot of like internet trolls. Like, talk about, like, especially, like, on WrestlingInc.com. So, you know, that's, like, the main internet trolls that, like, totally cons. Like, a fanboy boss, and his roster's, like, bloated. And they try to, like, point this out, like, he's done with all the old WWE guys, you know. Isn't that what, if you think about it, isn't that what Vince did in the 80s and 90s, kind of, you know? Pretty much got all like the hot boys from like WCW slash NWA, AWA, still territories, and actually made them his toys. They put them like in his company, and but no one complained about that shit at the time. You know what I mean? But now all of a sudden, like 2021, we we complain about like another rich guy. Pretty much. Getting all our toys that he can afford, he can fucking get, and putting it in his company. Ain't no them what the fucking Vince has done for the past like thirty fucking years, you know. Really think about it, you know what I mean? But then all of a sudden, like these trolls are like saying, like, "Oh, Vince has too many dirty guys for like," and the reason is, it's like the old like Dusty W thing. What happened with like Eric Bischoff? And, all the WWF guys he got for like WCW. Thank 
on was in private and even publicly that his soul was stolen with the men out of the business. That was his soul was done to the government. And for Montreal and Washington, like Marine Night War, they didn't know that almost something happened for like eight weeks. If you listen to my shit, you probably listen to that too. So they fucking go. But but the thing is, like you know what? If you're like a wrestling fan, if you are like a wrestling fan with a lot of money, and you get like all like your favorite wrestlers that you saw that you like, and you put them under your umbrella and set up your fucking matchup, like you like like a little fucking kid, wouldn't you fucking do it? So there are like slight that a lot of like internet detractors kind of point to, you know. But you know what? It's Tony Khan's fucking money. You know, he can do what the fuck he wants with it, you know. Come on, you know. And, and right now, I mean, and he actually, like, made them the course, though, that people who weren't quite, like, in the WWE mode, actually, you know, or they just didn't quite fit, but they fit here, because one thing about AEW, Really hot indie stars have turned down WWE. 
like Will Ospreay, like the Young Bucks, like K. Omega, like K-Man Page. And they made a point to say, like, they said to themselves that they don't need that in their life. They don't need to be, like, in that bullshit machine. Like, they'll have, if they don't have their creativity, because they always all about fucking money, because a lot of happy guys kind of have money before they would even be considered for WWE, you know? They made somewhat of a living, you know? Because there's, like, this narrative that WWE stands... And even Vince and WWE thinks that, like, all these people, like, poor nobodies before they came to WWE or even back in the day, WWF, which is a bunch of fucking bullshit. You know, you know, a lot of these people were, like, poor and talented before they even came to WWF back in the day, you know. And then Vince Man said, like, in a Monday Night War DVD, I remember, because there's no more territories anymore. There's nowhere place that they can go and cultivate their craft and then they can come to us, you know. They don't have that right now. And that's why you have, like, shit like the Performance Center, which is a good, it's a great center, but, you know, but you don't have, like, any artistic, there's no artistry in the training, you know, that you have. And even Dr. Tom Pitchard kind of said, like, in a um, YouTube interview with some, British guy, I don't know who he was, but that there's no artistry in wrestling right now, but except in AEW, because there's like, because that's why people like online complain like how the WWE product is so fucking boring and so like lackluster and it's literally the same match, same match, same match, same fucking match every fucking week, you know, on Raw or SmackDown. I mean, Raw more than SmackDown, but, like, it's at the point right now that I personally, as a fan, I'll watch, like, Simon Miller's, like, ups and downs for Raw and SmackDown, and I'm cool. And the shows I watch, I either watch, like, Impact on Axis, AEW Dark, Dark Elevation, or if I can catch it, AEW Dynamite, if I have the time to catch it, you know? But I'm much more like dark and like elevation because it's more my schedule kind of. And with AEW Dynamite, that's kind of like not a chore, but like it's not like destination programming. But that's near here nor there, I guess, on that. But um, but back to the point. But with like AEW, there's like matchups of like stuff like John Moxley for Nick Gage, you know, especially. After Matt Cardona, who was like the GCW Game Changer Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, good on him, and he beat like Nick Gage to do it. I mean, oh, and the Heat and the craziest when he fucking won, son of a bitch. Oh my god, you know. And I actually fucking saw the match. It was fucking nuts. You know, I mean, it was like squirrely nuts. But what's gonna rambling about that? And also because, like, Matt Cardone, I think right now has a deal with, like, I guess, GCW and Impact, you know. I'm surprised he hasn't brought, like, that title to, like, fucking Impact and, like, parade that shit. Like, the real world champion or something, you know. But, but Matt Cardone and, like, his heel persona on the indies, that's something I'll talk about, like, maybe another time. I don't know. Or maybe not. I don't fucking know.
But um, with Tony Khan, like, yeah, he's a fanboy who is a businessman. And honestly, his, like, business plan for Dynamite has fucking worked. And the reality is, compared to, like, the original TNA, like, WCW, AEW has been more of a success in its first two years than WCW and TNA combined. Because for any real fan who knows that, like, it took, like, WCW something like five to seven years before they became WCW, you know, with Ted Turner and all that, you know. And TNA took, like, technically about four years to become, like, TNA wrestling. And it become a thing. And then, like, I'm not going to go into, like, the whole rise and fall of TNA because that's an epic, like, undertaking. And you can go online and look at, like, better documentaries that I could put on, actually, now. And the fuck up with Dixie Carter. But, and let's be real, she fucked up royally, you know what I mean? But I'm not going to pile her here. But, um, I will say, if you look at, like, AEW has been successful out the fucking starting blocks, you know, and they stumbled when they started, you know, but now they're hitting, like, a million viewers now. Like, give or take a million viewers. They're hitting their stride. They're hitting their level now, you know. And right now... Because a lot of the creativity that helped build the WWE that lives now isn't there. And we can talk about the click. Because a lot of that creativity started with like people like the click. And for those who don't know, that's like Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. You know, Shawn, X-Pac, Walkman. And inside like associates like PJ Walker, you know, or Justin Incredible, ECW. And um, Luis Spicoli. But the creativity, because a lot of the talent, especially now in WWE, are afraid to say boo the Vince or Stephanie or Triple H. You know what I mean? And it's a fucking shame. You know what I mean? That talent can say, like, no, this is for me. Or they'll say, like, yeah, do this or you're fired. Maybe it's time for, like, some of the WWE talent say, like, you know what, fuck you, fire me, you know what I mean? I'll walk away, I'll do somewhere else, you know? But they won't let them do that. They ain't gonna ever happen, because as soon as they walk out, they could go probably get over somewhere else, and WWE will have, like, huge egg on their fucking face. 
I mean, ask John fucking Moxley. I mean, so how that fucking goes. Yeah. Because. Now, here's another complaint that, like, the dirty stand trolls are trying to do right now, you know. And I think I talked about this more recently, like, in the past bit, because it's, like, too many WWE stars, though. But what Tony Khan is doing... of his like fan recognition his work and so forth and he still wants to get to business and he's doing what has to be done he's using his star power to help get other people over because he's already been like a world champion he's had his run he's had like his heavyweight title he's had like his pinnacle run I mean you know money wise business wise you know I mean his time has passed and he respects that, I mean, you know. Or we can go to the side thing of, like, them hiring, like, Big Show and Mark Henry, which is, like, might come as too WWE-ish, you know. But Big Show, Paul White, has impressed me with his commentary. It's really good. He's really fun. He's cool to listen to. And him occasionally doing a match now and then, you know what? Cool. You know, why not, you know? Have a good match. Like, he put someone over, but Lord knows he put too many people over his career. And that was, like, one big complaint about Paul White's career, especially in the WWE. You know, they put too many people over. You know what I mean? So, and maybe he should have put his foot down and say, like, for his hour and his business or like that, you know? But he was paid well for, like, a lot of years, you know? So damn, like, artistic integrity, I, I guess, you know. But, um, he's, as long as they're good and, like, as long as, like, the ex-WWE guys, especially if they're a bit long in the tooth, like a Big Show or Sting or Kristen Cage or even, like, a Tony Blanchard or Arn Harrison, if they're used in supporting roles, I say, right on, that's where they need to fucking be. They'll need me the top guys just because they're like WWE top guys in their prime, you know, that's not needed. It makes no fucking sense, you know, but for them to be there just to help this new generation along, you know, get them the rub and some good wins. I say, good, go for it. And also because they got like Ruby Riot recently, you know, and she's heading there. Sorry, Ruby Soho, excuse me, about that, you know. Think about it, she's not, like, super old. She's still very young in her career. She's going AW, and it's a massive get to get her because she's actually a very, like, popular figure in women's wrestling, you know, backstage and with the fans, too. So her going to AW is a major get, and she's very, very young, so she hasn't been, like, spoiled or, like, saturate with the audience yet, even though Riot Squad was an act that, like, let's be real, Riot Squad didn't really work. You know, let's be real here, but 
That's another story for another time. But, um... I See, I'm going on a tangent there, I guess, but, like... But then, WCW did this, too, but they weren't, like, in such a role, because with Hogan and Dusty W, that makes sense, because fucking Hulk Hogan, there's no way in hell he was gonna, like, be, like, second fill to, like, a sting or something, especially with the money that he was given and that he was put into it. You know, like, Bishop hired him for invested purposes, because one thing I've learned, like, any wrestling star you get for your company... Is an investment. You know what I mean? If you really break it down, like their star power, their experience will bring a lot of eyes to your product and actually help the morale of your locker room guy, you know. But in a sense, like if but if you're like an egomaniac, let's say I hate to admit, like a Ric Flair or something, you know, where you have to be the world champion or you're booked to be the world champion and you won't let that go. That's when it becomes a fucking problem, you know. Chris Jericho, even though I fucking hate his politics, but I respect his work as a wrestler for like the past, oh god, 35 years. He's an amazing talent to this day. Can There's no denying that, you know. But he, even he knows like when it's time to actually like step aside and he has stepped aside, and he's helped put, like, the inner circle over, he's put, like, or it's Cassie over, he's helped, like, Santa Guevara take that next level, you know what I mean, he's doing, like, the Terry Funk role in wrestling right now, which pretty much, like, putting his stardust on younger talent, and, like, pushing them along, kind of, you know, because they beat him, or they're, like, associated with him, it's a step up for them. He's actually very generous in that way, so kudos for him for doing that, I would say. And even John Moxley, but John Moxley isn't what you call, like, wrestling old at all, you know. Even though he was, like, the WWE champion and also was iconic in being a member of the Shield kind of, you know. John Moxley, you know, isn't that fucking old, you know. He's got at least, like, another 10 years of wrestling before he will be considered, like, aging or old, really, you know. But also, him being, like, a 4A champion actually gives, like, um, luxury to that belt. It gives that belt weight for, like, the next champion, you know, which is supposed to be, like, Adam Page, but didn't happen, so, I mean, but that may happen later, I don't know. But whoever the next heavyweight champion is after Kenny Omega, that will have, like, a form weight to it. So you can say, like, former WWE all you want, but there's a reason why it's called a wrestling career. Because, like, even though, like, remember, like, a lot of the stars that we grew up with actually grew up, like, in other territories or companies before they came to, like, WWE, and then they decide to work somewhere else when their time was up, you know what I mean? Even though they might came to fame in WWE, not every one of them would be considered like a WWE guy. But then that's another show that we'll talk about on that tip there. 
Now, just in closing, I believe that All Elite Wrestling has become like the quote-unquote wrestling fans wrestling company now for people who actually like the art and the craft of pro wrestling and honestly they see wrestling in a very different way than the sports entertainment of world wrestling entertainment I mean it's literally in the name world wrestling entertainment that kind of explains a lot as it is I mean so and also with the tribalism between like AEW fans versus WWE fans that goes on on the internet which I've talked about at nauseum about just to end on this because like I'm actually gonna do like a um special in-depth next um that wrestling shit on the passing of Beaver Bobby Eaton so I'm actually gonna go work on that and just wrap it up just say just in closing wrestling fans should really appreciate AEW for what it is because it's actually a place where if you like wrestling with them and Impact and New Japan and MLW you can can actually have like different styles and different presentations of wrestling AEW is probably like the more high class version of like alternative styles of wrestling so I mean as in like work rate storytelling what you want to call it now, just to end on this, this is Ian K. Lauren, and this is some wrestling shit, and I will see you down the road.